I'm Beth. I'm Leslie. And welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. It's Thursday, August 13th, 2015. And the word of the day is... Quince. Quince? Quince. And what, pray tell, is Quince? Quince is us. And you're going to explain why it's us. Ah, the quince is a wonderful piece of fruit, yellow, resembles a pear almost in shape. It's tart. It's used in cooking around the world. It's not that common in the United States, though I did find a reference to a James Whitcomb Riley quote from the Indiana area where they loved quince for their breakfast food. But my favorite reference I found to quince was the suggestion that perhaps when Eve was in the Garden of Eden, the apple she was eating was actually a quince. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's a quince out in my front yard. Right yes, yep. an American quince. The blossom is absolutely beautiful. Yep. And it does, mine does fruit, although I've only used it one time. Did you eat it? I cooked it. Um, I made a uh, quince butter. Oh, yes. By a really old recipe I found in a stack of old recipes uh, that we got at an auction somewhere. Well, most people do cook it, mm-hmm. you know, in order so that it's not too tart. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you used it for uh, meat, this quince butter. You put it on uh, like a, I don't know, a garnish for meat dishes, lamb. Uh, exactly, yeah. yes. So anyway, we are quince because... We just like the idea of being a little tart and a little sweet and always unexpected. So we have a idea to do a podcast. We kind of fell into this because we talk a lot and we do a lot of uh, discussing of practically everything under Absol- the sun. <laughs> yes. And up until this point, it has been, I don't know, the luck or the bad luck for your wonderful two dogs to listen right. to our conversation as we walk along some of the back roads around here. And you graciously let me borrow Miss Emma to walk. And one evening, I think we were sitting on your front porch after a long walk. And we were discussing, oh, all kinds of things, saving the world, I think. And we said, wow. Maybe we could share some of this. Sure. So our idea is to have some segments. And the things that are a little sweet are the things that we do. We are really kind of awesome people. I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm a knitter and a spinner. And um, I do a lot of uh, projects. And for our knitting fans, I will talk about my projects, and I will talk about techniques, and I will talk about how-tos and how-not-tos and trials and tribulations of a knitter. Beth will talk about her projects. Well, I'm all kinds of things, too. Um, I'm a historian. I'm a writer. I'm a teacher. I'm a reader. 
I'm a collector of old antique postcards, so I will be talking some about that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the history side of things. Uh, we live in a historical area in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. In fact, at 3,000 feet, Miss Leslie lives a couple, couple miles up the road from me. And we have the Blue Ridge Parkway in between our homes. And we also live in a little tiny town called Meadows of Dan. That is three words, people. Yep. Meadows of Dan. If Isn't you were that... born and raised here, it's Meadows of Dan. Exactly. <laughs> if you're from West Virginia, then you say Meadows of Dan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you learn quickly. And so many people say how wonderful the name is, and it is wonderful. We'll get into much more about how wonderful it is. It's a little community in Virginia, in Patrick County, and it's uh, at the intersection of the Blue Ridge Parkway and uh, Route 58, and Mabry Mill is within a mile of us. You know, years ago, Leslie, people came on the Blue Ridge Parkway for their honeymoon. And a matter of fact, of my five, well, four siblings, three of them came on their honeymoon to the Blue Ridge Parkway from West Virginia. That was a destination. Yeah. And that's when I first became acquainted with this area. Yeah, uh, I always say that everybody in the world comes through Meadows of Dan at some point. They may not know it, <laughs> but they do come here sooner or later. So that's our first section, is basically what we do. Our second section will be a little tart. And we're not particularly mean people, but we uh, plan to do some reviews of different things. So maybe a little bit of current events, but basically book reviews, uh, reviews of interesting things that we find here and there, maybe some interesting websites. Um, maybe some helpful websites with uh, the knitting, getting back to that a little bit again, and um, historical websites, just whatever we find that we think would be interesting to us and to you. Absolutely. Um, I may even share uh, a little bit of my writing. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'm thinking that's going to be in the little unexpected uh -huh. segment. Uh, your writing, um, Beth reads beautifully. Everybody talks about how wonderful her, her um, reading. They used to call it recitation back in the old days. Oh, school. thank you. Yeah, and so everybody ta really enjoys her. So we'll probably find some interesting older things so we don't get into copyright issues. But um, we'll have her do some readings. Uh, we'll like to have some reviews um, or interviews with people in Patrick County, um, businesses in Patrick County, uh, maybe talk about some memories that we, although Beth and I live in two different places and grew up a little bit different um, ways, we have a lot in common. Yes. We also have a lot uh, of uh, variation in our lives, so we think about maybe memories, um, t taking care of our older parents, which is in our age group, a concern of many, 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 many people, and just cover common and uncommon ground. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so those are the three segments, and podcasts grow and change, as I've noticed listening to so many. 
that uh, you start one way and things evolve. So we're not going to be strictly by the book on anything. I don't think you or I have ever been by the book, Leslie. Right. <laughs> I had to chuckle when you said, we are kind people. We I believe be. is what you said. <laughs> because that is the thing that my ex-husband and ex-boyfriends always say. They say, well, Beth is one of the kindest people I know. Oh, and I said... Is that what you expect your exes to say about you? <laughs> well, there's worse things. Well, I guess so. Sure. And see, this is the unexpected, folks. Right. Or maybe a bit of the tart. Right. We are both, um, can we say our ages? Oh, yes. I well, can you probably say, should say. All right. I can certainly say mine. I turned 58. So I was born in 1957. Um, which was the year more children, apparently, I'm sure I read this somewhere, more children were born in the United States than any other year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're the aging baby boomers. Exactly. I was born in 59, so I'll be 56 in November. So we're not that far in age, um, or far apart in age. And we both grew up in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm -hmm. And but, we know how to say Appalachian, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always think the latch hook is on the door, so right. you know to say Appalachian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we both grew up in, um, you grew up more in a town than I did. Yes. Yeah, and so that's a little bit of a different. You grew up in a larger family than I did. Yes. So, so let's just say a little bit about ourselves. Okay. Since we're in this uh, little um, area. My name is Beth Almond, like the nut, Ford like the car. Beth Almond Ford. I grew up in Buckhannon, West Virginia, Upshur County. It's the north central part of the state. As a matter of fact, when West Virginia broke off from Virginia in 1863, they actually considered making Buckhannon the capital because it was in such a central location. Uh, the town had has about 6,000, 7,000 people, um, but that's the biggest town in the whole county, one high school, one junior high school, so it was similar to Patrick County in that respect. Yeah. Small cap college in the town, so we got culture yeah. when we were growing up, yes. I'm from a family of seven. There were five of us kids, and my dad was a country doctor. So I've got a few tales about that. Now, you have a few books about that. He wrote a book. Dad the wrote family. That's yeah. right. When, when my mother died, um, my father was still living, and he was almost 80. And we thought, oh, no, what, what's going to happen? Uh, someone's going to have to move home and be with Dad. He said, I don't want you all to move home. And he proceeded to write a book. Mm -hmm. called The Stories of a West Virginia Country Doctor. He went around and did talks and book tours and signings and had the time of his life. And then my brother, whose real name is Greenbrier, Greenbrier Almond, he's written several books. And then we have a sibling uh, collection of stories that hopefully will be out before Christmas this yeah. year. 
lots of storytelling in my right. family. Yeah, well, I figured that. And um, you have, um, you work at Rolls Homestead? Yes, I work down at R.J. Reynolds' birthplace, which is owned by Virginia Tech. It's a Commonwealth campus here in Patrick County, has the plantation home that R.J. and his siblings were raised in. So I'll, I'll talk some about that. Very fascinating family. Yep. And then you also work at Nancy's Candy Company. Oh, yes. Got it right this time. Yes, Nancy's Candy Company, which is sold in all 50 states. So no matter where you're listening, you can go out and get a piece of Nancy's Candy. And what else? You have a uh, you live in a middle of a farm uh, with a cat named Clue. Yes, Clue <laughs> Kitty. That is my cat. She's from Columbus, Ohio. As a matter of fact, she was a rescue cat, and she's one of my best friends. And I have a room in my house that is filled with nothing but postcards. Yeah. And I've been doing that. My grandmother started collecting postcards back about 1910 then when my mother was born in 1922 she started collecting them and from the time I was born I loved getting out those shoe boxes and looking at postcards so it's been a passion yep yes lasting you passions that's right so yep. tell us some about you Leslie well I'm Leslie Sheeler and I was born in Danbury, North Carolina, but only because there was no hospital any closer in 1959. So um, uh, I was brought here at three days old to Meadows of Dan. Uh, lived here most of my life. Um, lived in Shirt when I was a teenager, which is the ca capital of um, Patrick County. Co county seat, though. County I'm sure seat. many would yeah. call it the capital yeah, when the, they call it the free yeah, the state of seat. Patrick. Yeah, the free state of Patrick. <laughs> And um, lived there for a little while, but mostly I've lived in Meadows of Dan. I left for about 10 years and kind of knocked around and had some experiences, but got back here as quick as I could. Went into retail, enjoyed it thoroughly, have always loved selling things. That is, that is my passion, really, behind all the other stuff I do, is I love to sell stuff. I like to make people happy buying things. And what I'm selling now I really love because it's yarn I make and yarn that people that um, I know make within a radius of 100 miles of Virginia or North Carolina farmers and spinners. And um, it's mostly made of wool. And we do the hand dyeing and all that stuff, but we'll get into lots of detail on that. Um, as, as a matter of fact, we are sitting here in Leslie's shop and it is the coolest place. You know, you think of the old curiosity shop, the Dickens novel. And Leslie's shop is just like that. Now tell them about the name of the place. Yes, Greenberry House is the name of the shop. Greenberry was my great-grandfather. And it's probably a corruption of Greenbrier. Oh, maybe we're related. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, my great-grandfather was from Kentucky, and we don't know a whole lot about his past. But he was Greenberry Stenham. So if there's any Stenhams looking for their relatives, I might be one. And um, But um, my cousin Regine actually named the business back when I was selling Angora rabbits. Oh, it's a wonderful name. Yeah. Greenberry House. Greenberry House. And so I started selling rabbits, or I started raising Angora rabbits, and then I got into the wool. 
and then it kind of expanded into the books and then it expanded into the collectibles and then it just went crazy so I have a house and we're also sitting in the house that I grew up in um, my grandfather bought this farm in 1920 from his great from his uncle my great uncle or great great uncle something like that aren't you lucky to be able to say that yeah so we've been here nine generations Wow. Or with me, it was probably 11 or 12 by now with the descendants of other people. So so our roots go deep. I always say that um, mountain people get back home as quick as they can. Yes. Sometimes we have to leave because of economics, but uh, we get back home as quick as we can make it. That's true of West Virginians, yep. too. No matter where you roam, the mountains do seem to call. Can I tell my favorite joke? Oh, she's going to tell a West Virginia joke. It's a I, West Virginia okay. joke. We're it's, used to it. It's a West Virginia joke, but it's a fun West Virginia joke. Um, this man dies and goes to heaven. And so he gets up to the, you know, the gates, and there's St. Peter, you know, just like he expected, you know, welcoming him in, and... He says, to show you around. So Peter takes him around, and it's all exactly like what he thought it would be. You know, the streets of gold and the, um, you know, people sitting on clouds playing music and, and walking around as happy as can be. And, you know, that looked really good to him. He was really happy. So then they come around this corner, and he sees all these people. They're just moaning and groaning. They're all chained up. Oh, Peter, he's had to try to hustle the boy on by, and if so, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. you got, you got to tell me about this. <laughs> well, Peter, he sort of shuffles his feet, and he says, well, they're hillbillies. This is the only way we can keep them from going home. <laughs> so heaven ain't even good enough to a mountain Oh, that's a sweet story. That's, 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 all of my West Virginia jokes are positive toward West Virginia. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, they used to call it the Hillbilly Highway. You know, all the routes that led out of these, these areas as they headed towards Cleveland, Baltimore, um, Pittsburgh, places. Trying to get a job. That's right, that's right. So, okay, now, what else are we thinking about talking about? Well, Uh, we are both big book people. Big book people. Yes. Yep. I belong to three book clubs, and... I managed to get to one. Yes. And you also belong to a postcard club. Yes. Yep. I think... I could fill every night of the month with things to do. You know, lots of times folks visit from away and they come and they say, why did you choose to live here? What is there to do? Oh my goodness, I've never been so busy besides juggling several jobs. But there is always something to do. There's always something to do around here. Yep. A lot of people say that. We have a large retirement community, and uh, along with the locals. We have a lot of people who have moved in as retirement places, and um, they seem to be very happy here. Absolutely. But the book club has been a real, just a real positive, I think, to this area. I used to live in the state of Vermont, where every little town has a library. 
And when I first moved here, of course, we have a wonderful library down in Stewart, which is about a 1,700-foot mountain drop down yep. the 14 miles to get to, to Stewart. Um, and I didn't realize about our bookmobile at first, and I kept looking for the library. Mm -hmm. And so I was a little disappointed. Well, that has changed sure. because so many people are readers. And let's talk about the bookmobile. I think that's exciting. We, we are the one of the few places left in the world, I think, that still has a bookmobile. Yes. And they come up every other Monday, and she is swamped when she comes. She stays three, four hours when she comes to school. That's right. Comes to our elementary school, then goes and parks at the bank for an hour or so, then parks at the Baptist Church parking lot. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a party. Yeah. You yeah. see all your friends. And and, and, she, and uh, Cecil. Cecil yeah, is her Cecil name. Cecil is her name, the bookmobile driver's name. And she's so good. Uh, you go in there and she has something ready that you need to read. And she's right. Yes. You well, she like, she was trained well by Gary. Right. I hear her predecessor was yes. a, a genius at it as well. Yes, and he is now the director of our local library. So, yeah. yes, we were all excited that he got that job, and we knew he'd be wonderful at it, but we thought, oh, no, yeah. what will happen with the bookmobile? But Cecil has been just wonderful. Right. And people have sales different kinds of sales were, were trying to raise money to get a new one. That poor, big old bookmobile lumbers up that mountain yep. and back down. <laughs> yeah, and then and she goes to other communities, of course. Pa uh, Patrick County is made up of one incorporated community and a whole lot of other little ones uh, all around. So she goes to the various communities In as fact, well as us. Now's a good time to describe Patrick County. We are up on top of the mountain, Meadows of Dan. There's several communities, Vesta, Mountain View, that Mayberry, mm -hmm. that make up our mountaintop community of about 3,000 people, right maybe, about. all told. We, we do have an elementary school, a volunteer fire department, and, and rescue squad. There are a couple little stores. Because we're next to the parkway, we're a tourist area, and we are blessed with several fine restaurants, wineries, of course, the candy factory. Yep, and so. we're on a plateau. Yes. So when you come up, you get to stay a while. In fact, you get to stay until you go to Tennessee. I was probably 40 the first time I went up a mountain and then went right back down. Oh, yes. It was the most <laughs> disorienting thing that ever happened to me. It was like, you get up on a mountain, you're supposed to stay a while. No, and see in West Virginia, you're up and down. Yeah. And around. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. you know, I went up this mountain and I went back down. It's like, what happened? Yes, up here <laughs> it is, you, you don't even realize you're on a mountain until right. you get to the edge and right. you look over. Yes. Yeah. So this is called the Blue Ridge Plateau, and it does extend all the way into um, Tennessee, and it makes for a unique... Uh, living experience. Oh, I love sure. it. I love yeah. it. 3,000 feet. Then we have the county seat of Stewart, named mm -hmm. for the Confederate General J.E.B. Jeb Stewart, who was born in Patrick County in the community of Ararat, yeah. which is another place there is a school. And I work in Kreitz, 
which is where the Reynolds Homestead is. And help me here. Let's see, we have Patrick Springs, yes. which is kind of a sprawling and interesting um, community between Stewart and Kreitz. And um, Wool Wine. We have Wool Wine, which is named for a, another Confederate um, soldier, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew sure that, that they had some distilleries. Yeah, the, yeah, they have the, the Wool Wine. We'll talk a lot about Wool Wine because some of my ancestors came. Wool Wine was called Rock Castle before it was called Wool Wine. And some of my ancestors came from Rock Castle. Mm. And I'm working on That's one of my projects on that. And then we have, um, let's see. Five Forks. Five, five Forks. Five Forks, yeah. And then Claudeville. Claudeville. Dry Pond. Dry Pond. Let's see. Stella. Stella. Yeah, I always forget Stella. Moorfield Store. Yeah. Stella's a beautiful name for a town. Mm-hmm. But nothing beats Meadows of Dan. Yeah. There's a magic to Meadows of Dan. Mm-hmm. Until you write it out on your Christmas card address labels. <laughs> yeah, and I live on Squirrel Spur Road. <laughs> Meadows of Dan. Oh, you have a lot to write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I happen to work the uh, election polls. Right. Um, so that's how I've gotten to know at least a lot of the last names up here and what part of the community that certain names and certain families live right. out. Well, the, fam the families that came here tended to, they were part of the big Appalachian uh, migration. Yes. Which is a historical event that came down from Pennsylvania through Maryland and on down into, the, into this area. And we're sort of a backwater. We kind of, everybody came here and they left us alone for a long, long time. Until Nobody the, knew we were here. <laughs> yes, till the parkway came no, through basically. in the 1930s. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yep. So, so anyway, um, I have um, two dogs. We sort of mentioned the two dogs. And about 25 chickens and two pet goats and um, a cat and a half. Uh, and um, She has the best cat. Yeah, I have Barnabas Zing cat. Zen, as in, it is the coolest cat I have yep. ever met. And I love my cat, but Barnabas, Barnabas is, is a cool. Zen Buddha cat. Yep. And then, um, let's see, I think that's every... Oh, and I take care of my father um, pretty much full-time, along with working full-time. And sell stuff. And you have a brother, too. I have a brother. And a mother. Yeah, I have a mom and a stepdad that we think the world of, and a brother named Sammy that some people have heard of. But, uh, <laughs> I heard he just got some awards. His band, I saw well, that I, on. He got nominated for the yes. IBMA awards. He, he's yes. Sammy Sheeler of the Lonesome River Band, and if you're a bluegrass person, you're squealing right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not a bluegrass person, you don't know who that is, but the uh, bluegrass people do know who he is. And, um, well, we need a big finish. Absolutely. What's our big finish? What is our big finish? I'm thinking about going and taking a swim in the pond down the road. Oh, that's a cool thing to do. Well, I think we need to think about what we're going to do next time. I think that's what our big finish is going to be about. Okay, great. Um, we need a word. Oh, a word. Our, uh, our idea is to have a word of the day, and then we're going to loosely hang our um, 
three are three segments on that word. So the uh, next week's word of the day is. Oh, you're asking me. I am. All right. You know what? Let's make it light. Light? Light. L-I-G-H-T. That is a wonderful word. Okay. That's what right. it will be. So think about it. And you audience out there, you think about things surrounding the light. Yes. We're going to talk about light and how I'm going to make a knitting project be about light is going to be the challenge. I love it. Can't wait. Thank yeah. you, Leslie. Yeah, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening.